Jessica. Hi, J&J. Listening from the gym, Lucy and I had so much success working on off-leash recall on my family's acre. Nice. We also started rollover since the seminar. It seems like the training has been clicking. So grateful. We love you both. Sending positive vibes. Awesome. Congratulations. Next. Hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. Good evening, everybody, on this Monday morning. On Monday morning. Wednesday. Evening. Is it Wednesday already? Oh, shit. It's evening. What did I say? Monday morning? Yeah. Oh. Um, that's why it's dark outside on this Wednesday morning, this Wednesday evening. How are you? Um, this is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. This is a lovely Joelle. And uh, this is the What Would Jeff Do Show. What Would Jeff Do Show? It's a 90-minute show. Talks a lot about punishment, so be prepared. Just remember, punishment is how you stop an unwanted behavior. We're not talking about yelling, screaming, getting mad, getting upset. It's just a formal act. Everyone should know how to instill an inhibitor in their dog. It's really, really important. Um, there's a proper way to reward, proper way to, to apply an inhibitor. Call it punishment, call it correction, call it an inhibitor, call it anything you want. Well, don't call it redirection because that's not what we're doing. Um, and then I have a seminar series called Jeff Gelman Seminars, Jeff Gelman Seminars. And those are two-day seminars. In fact, we'll be in Pearson, Florida coming up at Holding On Dog Training. You can go check out jeffgelmanseminars.com to see the 25 to 28 seminars in 2020 we're doing in seven countries including the UK, New Zealand, Australia, Singapore, Canada, and the United States. That's all we got time for. Is seven? Hmm? Is that seven? Yeah, I might have missed a country. England, Scotland, Singapore, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, US. That's seven, yeah. Yeah, and uh, when I say UK, it includes England and Scotland. God. Yeah. Um, it also includes Wales, but we're not going to be in Wales, so um, or Ireland. Um, so anyway, um, and then we've got the training center here, and at the training center is a twenty-four-seven board and train. We do daycare, puppy classes, and we've got you know boarding here, um, and that's a full rehab. We're we're, we're 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 we are dog rehabbers. Obviously, we train obedience. We we actually do a ton of clicker and food training with dogs, but our, our big specialty is stopping unwanted and dangerous behaviors. So the seminars are triage seminars as well, where you properly learn how to stop an unwanted behavior. There's no dog that's too badly behaved to bring. So if you think your dog is badly behaved and you're worried about coming to the seminar, you're welcome with open arms and everybody that's there will be welcoming you with open arms as well. Um, Joelle's going to read the questions. I'll read the answers. There's something at the bottom called Top Chat. Um, some people like to do that. Number one, get your question up to the top of the queue. And then also, some people like to do that just as a big thank you for all the free content that we've been putting out. Um, we do try to get through every single question. You do not have to pay to play. As you'll see right now, Joelle's going to start asking questions. Here we go. Melissa, good evening. Jeff, Joelle, and everyone in the chat. Hey. Hi, Melissa. How Michael. are you? What's up, Jeff? How do you approach helping owners become better leaders and create better relationships upon returning your board and train dogs? So what we do is we do a six-hour board and train return at the mid at the midway midway point be, be midway point. We do um, a two-hour um, training session, and that's not oh I miss you to the dog. It's like let's start rocking and rolling right now. We give them tons of information to read to watch um, while the dog is with us. 
we coach them as well. Um, and we give them a dog that knows stuff so they have more success. I think it's really hard with an owner that keeps spinning their wheels and they're trying stuff. So the power of a boarding train is you're, you're, they're working now with a dog that understands the concepts. So it makes things easier for them. But owners need a win. So how do you build their confidence? For instance, Joel just put up a great video of Hugo walking through a pet store and walking through um, right in front of Whole Foods. And this is a dog that would... Um, she spent $20,000 on training, I believe, and it was, it was lunging and, and going after everybody. Um, and, and, um, meanwhile, it's walking calmly next to her, actually behind her. So she feels more confident now. So, um, and then you're, you're talking in simple terms, you're making things simple, um, and you're coaching. So your human skills need to be on par. So for my fellow dog trainers out there, yes, it's a given that your dog training skills are good, but let's make sure your human skills are even better. Next. Mm -hmm. Sarah Bug Art, hi J and J, and everyone in the chat. Hope you're having a good evening. Things are good. A little bit sleepy today, but things are good. I love my pitbull peaches. Says hey all. Hey all. Hey y'all. I don't think I put that story up. You must have, because I didn't put that up. Which one? Of Hugo with his owner. Did somebody send that to you and then put it up? I think I did. I think I put it on. Yeah, I put it up. Yeah, I was like, that wasn't me. Mothman. Mm. Hello all. Hope everyone had a great day. Yeah, fantastic day. It's still going on. Still not done. Not done. Not even close. <laughs> you only knew. Tabitha, I have a board and train client with me for being crazy in the home, so much so that the owner resorted to leaving the dog in a metal crate outside 24-7. Sorry, guys. Oh my Is God. Tabitha's story bothering you? Is her question boring you? It's been you? a really long day. <laughs> uh, day two with remote collar, and she's an angel on walks and learning proper home behavior. Awesome. And crate behavior. Love you guys awesome. so much. Awesome. Love you too. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I think we put out so much content for free because owners are struggling. They just don't know what to do. They don't know where to start. No. They're like in the middle There's of it all. There's so much freaking misinformation out there. And, like... and they don't know what to do. They're like, what do I do first? We have a phrase though. It's like anything, anything, start any protocol, just do something. And it's probably not what you're doing now. Um, that's why our Skypes are so powerful because at least this is the great thing about doing a Skype with, 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 with myself or Joel actually does social media Skypes for, for any business owner. It doesn't have to be dog training, you know, social media, social media. And, and I think that, that will stop you from doing the things that we know are leading to the unwanted behavior, reinforcing it and start you getting to do stuff that's, um, going to stop the unwanted behavior and then start training the wanted behaviors. And that's the power of a Skype. And it's obviously, it's very, it's not like there's no elephant noises on the Skype. I'll tell you that much. So, um, um, by the way, thank you, Wendy, for asking that question because that was, that, that clip was a hit. That's gold. That and was, then Angelo just shows up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't, I forgot Angelo was in the room. He, he might be here tomorrow. He might be here Thursday night again. No, he might be here another night again. I forgot what night. Just because of um, okay. uh, uh, ballet, mm. you know, they're, they're the kids are. Romy's got hardcore practice, but she's sick today, so we'll see tomorrow. Next, um, Sarah Bug R ever used a dog to arc? If so, what are your thoughts? Um, I have it. Well, I, we don't have them here, but we've had plenty of. Thanks. You're welcome. We've had plenty of clients that have used them um, at our seminars, and I run a dog to arc similar to I run an e-collar technology remote. So. They're fine. They work. They work. They work just fine. And we're a big fan of Dogtra and e-collar technology just just because of the flexibility and the and the and the the stim levels are consistent. Next, 
Um, Karen, hi, J&J. Thanks for all your awesome content. What size Baskerville muzzle do you recommend for an adult Airedale Terrier, please? Uh, Thanks much, Lee. I wouldn't know the exact size. So what you can do is, you know, anyway, it comes from definitely not a zero and definitely not a six. So chances are a three or a four. But what I would do is you actually can take your, um, the big box stores sell them. Also, if you go to the website of, I would imagine Baskerville, there's measurements you can do, which are going to be circumference and length. Um, also, remember on your Baskervilles, you can actually put those in warmish water to hot water and stretch them out a little bit if you want to. Next. Randy, hello, J&J. Have a great show. Hey, thank you, Randy. Michelle, good evening, Jeff, Joel, and all. Hey, Michelle. Go be a star. In the context of obedience, is it fair to correct a dog for circumstances that haven't been rehearsed? Or should the dog only be corrected for situations it is practiced for? Depends what it is, if it's dangerous. So in other words, the way we teach, we do not say no to a dog and teach a dog. Um, we don't correct a dog for obedience until three to 500 repetitions in. And they have to know the command. And then we have to pattern it. So it's not rehearsed, it's just training. We can use the word rehearsed if you want to. But the dogs that we deal with like to bite us. So... If you're doing, say, down with a dog and it wasn't and it doesn't down, and it's like we've done 150 downs, you down every time, but today for some reason you're not downing, and maybe we apply a little bit of leash pressure, and that dog says no with its mouth, which is what dogs do, and tries to bite you, it's absolutely well. You have to you have to correct it. You have to, or else you'll get bit. At a minimum, you have to do a self-preservation move. I think that's what people really need to understand is that 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 the dogs we work with here, we have dogs yeah. we have dogs that will bite us three weeks into a boarding train. It's like, geez, we've been going to the park, we've been hanging out, training's going great, we're doing food rewards, we've even actually done some play. But today, you want to bite us? Well, sorry. We have dogs that like if you let them get too aroused. In play, they'll try to bite you. Yeah. They just make bad decisions. Yeah, dogs that arouse are... They, so so I think that's what's really important. And I don't know if a lot of people understand that that it's like the bonking thing. It's like in a seminar. every Almost not every dog, because people bring dogs without... They do bring dogs without serious behavioral problems. Mm -hmm. But almost all these dogs that come to our seminars have got serious behavioral problems. Mm -hmm. Like and, and they've all gone to three, four, five, six trainers. Mm-hmm. Same with dogs here. I think there's a little bit of mix-up on the context of who we are and what we do, which could be just an image problem, branding problem, no matter what, no matter how much content we put out, no matter how yeah. many shows we do. Um, but for the folks that are just discovering us, we're the trainers that work with difficult dogs. And, um, and so that's what we do. So with that comes along a skill set of how to stop an unwanted behavior. And when it comes to being a dangerous behavior, like you mentioned, you have no choice but to. The kindest thing you can do is stop that dog. The kindest thing you can do to a 14-week-old puppy that growls over the food bowl is apply a correction, punisher, inhibitor to the dog so it doesn't do it again. Not ignore it. Next. Jack, hello. Happy Wednesday, guys. Hey, happy Wednesday to you. Yep, it's Wednesday. It's not Monday morning. Yep. Nope. One big weirdo. Is it normal for the e-collar to cause sores? Um, you left it on the, in the same spot too long. You need to rotate it more. Is it common? That is one of the side effects, though, just like a bed sore or any, any, other, any other sore. Anything that's left in the same spot for too long. It's definitely not a burn, especially on the high end. Especially on the high end collars, they're, def they're, ne they're definitely not burned. Next. 
Gobia Star, I'm wondering if when a simple swift correction for non-compliance can be substitute for rehearsed practice. I'm thinking specifically about recall away from another dog. My dog has rehearsed many recall, but not this one, as it is hard to coordinate for me. So... <clears throat> it sounds like proofing. So, if the dog knows recall... If the dog knows recall with other distractions... But that you have not recalled the dog off a dog. Is it fair to correct the dog? Yes, it is. Because once a dog knows recall around any distraction, you need to make sure that dog understands with another dog. But you would do it on a long line, though, at first. So you would practice recalling off dogs at a correction level. Next. Kathy, hi, J&J. Thanks for what you do. You're welcome. Because this is why it's important. There's always going to be things in life that are not, that you can't um, uh, uh, practice, be prepared for. Like there's always things in life that you can't be prepared for. So you have to know how to handle those things. So if you've got a system in place on how to handle those things, then, I mean, the more you practice, the better. So for instance, when I go shooting, you know, I practice shooting with my, you know, the proper stance, but I also practice shooting with my just my right hand and my left hand. Why? If I'm ever in a situation where one of my arms is incapacitated and I have to, and, uh, and I shoot, which I, I shoot for self-defense, I'm not doing, I mean, it's, it's at a target, but it's the guise of self-defense. The thing is, it's like, I have to be prepared for that. So if I've never practiced it, then I'm, I'm semi-fucked. Next. Oh, a couple of top chats. Yep. 499 top chat from Dino. Dog paws at me when playing tug, not aggressive, but I would still like to stop just because I have kids and I think that would be best. What's the protocol? So with the paw, the, the paw, the, what, what I would do with tug, historically dogs when they're playing tug, they're pulling backwards and you're pulling backwards and their paws are on the ground planted. So, and, and they're like, it's almost like opposition reflex sort of. Um, so if a dog is if a dog paws you, then that's let's see, like I would stop that. I would stop that. But a lot of dogs will do that. A lot of dogs will will, will, will paw at you. So how do you stop that? You can just you can just take their take their paw and remove it from you. Say no. You do that. But you might and that might be ending the the session of of of, of tug next. 499 top chat from the noble dogs do you have a video on the proper fit of a muzzle sometimes the muzzle seems pressed up close yeah. to the dog's eyes and yeah. it's concerning to me yeah that's the sometimes like especially the baskerville muzzles it's like okay there's enough room on the snout but the eyes are too close so what do you do maybe you have to go down one down one size and then put it in warm water and stretch it out a little bit getting a muzzle to fit perfectly can be a little bit challenging. Can be a little bit challenging. Next. Oh, um, that's so annoying. It got like stuck on my screen. Hold on. There we go. Um, Kathy, did I read that? Hi, J&J. Thanks for what you do. You're welcome. I might have. Um, skincare queen. Hi, guys. I'm happy I could catch tonight's show. Been so busy. Worked on recall training with the dogs yesterday. Awesome. And they did so good. Awesome. I wanted to ask, what brand of cots do you use for the dogs? Um, the ones we use here are from, uh, the, there's a link on our website. They're Pet Edge. You can go right on our website in the shopping area, and you can click right on Pet Edge. Um, 
those are mo the majority of them, I think. The ones, because they all stack. They all stack. You can power wash them down, disinfect them. Um, those, those are the ones we use. Next. Pack Leader Dog Training. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Thank you for the show. No, you're welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for everybody for joining us. Welcome. Next. Um, Karen GSD Lover. Hi, jo Jeff and Joelle. Always look forward to these shows. Thanks for all you do. Cool. Oh, we already got a, a thumbs down. Aww. It's really funny. It's like there's people that come onto the show just to give us a thumbs down. It's like, well, why'd you even come on? Right. Like, just stay off. You know you don't like the show. Giving us the view minutes. You know? You know you don't like us. Like, don't you have better things to do? It's like, like. I think a lot of people do it way too much yeah, time Yeah, it's like, their did you all of a sudden think you'd like it, but now you don't? It's like. Yeah. Okay. Next. Erica, good evening. Much love to you all. Looking forward to Frederick's seminar for tons of learning. Nice. Can't wait. Maybe they thought it was a cooking show and they were expecting recipes. What? No recipes? What uh, would Jeff do in the kitchen? No. Down. Nope. What would Jeff do with dog training? Next. Pack leader dog training. Am I missing something here? Maybe. You already answered one question for them. It Maybe. sounds like it's only half of it. Like the second half. It might have been too long, so it didn't come yeah. through. It says, for about 30 minutes on and off, does yeah. this happen to you, or is it doing something wrong? Yeah, we missed the we first part. We didn't get part. the first part. Um, Melissa posted the link to the GoFundMe. Yeah, we had to start a GoFundMe because of all the legal, nothing I did wrong, but, uh, woo, that bonking video is sort of taken off around the world, and we're getting international hate, and death threats, and all kinds of nonsense, and it's taking a life of its own, and got no choice but to fight back now, because my kids, they involve my family, so... Oh, well, so and nobody prepares for this. No. You know, nobody prepares for this. It's funny because I got a legal bill from my, my business lawyer about, like, normal business stuff. It's like, yeah, I'll just pay that out of my regular checking, you know, the business checking account. It's like, no, it's like normal business stuff. Yeah. Like, he went over, like, some contract or something or some some something I sent him. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, well, that's we got money for that put aside. But yeah. for the kind of shit that we're, we've got to be dealing with right now, yeah, nobody prepares for that. No, nobody should. It sucks, though, because nobody should have to prepare financially for stuff like that. Yeah. Next. David Smith. Hey, guys. Missed ya. Starting working with a Kelpie this weekend. Any idiosyncrasies I should watch for other than drive and energy? Um, I don't know. I mean, just because it's a Kelpie, that doesn't mean it's not going to act like a Beagle or like, you know, a Pity or a Doberman. I mean, so, I mean, we get dogs in here, like... You know, put it this way. This is the thing, David Smith. You can have a litter of uh, eight. Eight Kelpies, say, for instance. And guess what? Different personalities, different drives, different temperaments on all of them. Do you know what I mean? So just you'll find out as the work progresses. Next. Uh, Wesley. Hi, J&J. <laughs> Wesley. Love the name. Hi, J&J. Dog has an issue with pressure toward the cat. He tenses up and lets out a low growl. I've corrected numerous times on 30 to 100 on e-collar tech. I am bonked the moment his body language changes. Yes. Um, and it hasn't stopped. It, I don't know where the rest is, but I'm going to... Oh, wait. I don't know. So don't chances know where the rest are, is. So chances are it hasn't stopped. So that's probably what you're asking. So what do you do? Is the timing of the bonk when the dog's already like doing a hard stare or at the beginning of the stare... Same with your remote collar correction. It's possible that, and check check for fit on the remote collar. Historically, you know, and then all of a sudden when your dog starts becoming more obedient and holding command, the cat gets a little bit ballsier and, and, and does. And, and Does what cats do. 
does what cats do. Yep, they do. They shake that ass. So what I would (laughs) what I would do is I I think about going to a leash correction, (coughs) do a do a double bonk, do a remote collar and then bonk, and and some people are like, oh my god, that seems extreme. It's like dogs kill cats really quick. We just rehabbed a couple of cat killers. Yeah. So I mean, it's like. I mean, dogs, you know, like one dog can take out like a whole chicken coop really quick. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember we had a husky client that literally killed 20 chickens like very quickly. I believe by the, by the time it took for the owner to run from the house to the chicken coop, all the chickens, well, not all the chickens, but 20 chickens were dead. Whew. It doesn't take much. I mean, no. look, look at rat terriers and rats. Mm-hmm. Like every seven seconds or something like that, if they like, you know, they, they can kill them. Even quicker than that, actually. But like... They always show pictures of like ratters, like going into like you know like real rat, like not not barn hunt, but like really like, like people understand why dogs grab stuff and shake it, right? Yeah, it, like breaks their neck. Yeah, snaps their neck like yeah. instantly. instantly. It's the most efficient way to kill an animal is snap their neck. Yep, and a human next. Um, David said he's doing basic obedience for now with the kelpie. Oh, cool. Hannah, how to best correct a dog bark that shows no escalation and goes between quiet and bark sporadically? Triggers are random at best. Get a bark collar. Next. Lou. Hi, J&J. Maisie's nearly six months. And is just starting to... Like someone's trying to bring out a crate Give me there. the finger. Up my ex- expectations on our walk and Good. with crating and doorways today. Instant improvement. Thanks, yes. you awesome people. Yes. What the fuck's going on over there? One of the dogs has a cone on. And oh, that's the cone. Spinning around yes, the cone. yes, yes, yes. Um, so, that, who's that? Maisie? Lou. Lou. So Lou, it just goes to show Lou. It's like literally all you did was what you're supposed to be doing anyway. But 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 all you did was like yes, more structure, more accountability, and holy shit, the dog got better. Like it's not all about corrections, guys. Like we're very select with how we correct, but we we want everybody to go with like more structure, more rules, hold the dog accountable, and guess what? If you go hardcore for 90 days with your dogs, you're going to have a different dog. You're going to have a different dog. And then you learn how to apply an inhibitor to some behaviors that you don't want to ever come back again or you want to stop now. Wow, holy shit. And then you do reward-based training on stuff you want. Holy shit. Triple whammy. You got yourself a different dog. Next. Triple whammy. Bam, bam, bam. Dolly, my three-year-old lab mix is very nervous, looking everywhere, drooling, overly aware. How can I help her relax? Drooling is drooling is the shrapnel effect of probably too much, too much arousal. So how you can help her relax is this. Number one, hold the dog accountable. Be more demanding of the dog. I know that sometimes doesn't make emotional sense, but it's like, oh no, the dog's already nervous and fearful and yada, yada, yada. It's like... Like somebody made a comment on my YouTube channel today. You really shouldn't be using fear to train a dog. It's like, um, it's like, well, give me an example. Why I does mean, everybody like that's what we use fear to train? Right. It's like, it's like, well, depends what we're doing. To train obedience? No. We don't use fear. We don't use fear, but, and we don't theoretically use fear. Does the dog become fearful when it tries to bite a human and we give it a consequence? I hope so. Right. Like. I would hope it would be afraid to bite. 
Like that's a great that's a that's a great it's a motivator. It's a great motivator. It's like I become fearful when I blow past a freaking speed limit thing, <laughs> one of those cameras, so and every, I'm like, every day? can't wait to get that hundred dollar <laughs> fucking ticket in the mail. So every day, <laughs> I literally am like, it's like a pit in my stomach. Yeah. I'm like, oh my so God. yeah. So I mean, fear is a powerful motivator, but it's like you're not necessarily using fear. You can create fear by a protocol. But how about this? How many times do you walk in the vet office and the dog instantly goes into fear? Well, guess what you just did? You used fear. So they get a free pass. How about if your dog, every time you go to the groomers, dog's afraid. Every time you give your dog a bath, dog's afraid. Every time another dog walks by it, dog's afraid. Every time a kid walks by on a skateboard, the dog's afraid. Like, dogs don't get free pass. This whole fear thing, it's like... That's such a catchphrase for people to use. You use fear to train dogs. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we don't use fear to train the dog. Mm-hmm. Does a dog, do we instill fear with certain protocols so the dog can stay alive? Uh, yes, we do. And we're talking about like biting another dog or a human. That's what we're talking about, not obedience. So I think people really need to start separating separating the difference between you know um, um, you know the obedience and behavior mod. Yeah. But a lot of behavior mod, it's like it's behavior mod. We're literally fine. We're literally modifying the behavior, and all the studies that you read about, like those are like not most of them are not peer reviewed. Well, is your work peer reviewed, Jeff? No, we've just done it 10,000 times, mm-hmm. you know, and it seems to be working and our owners say it works. Does it work with every dog? Some dogs, no, because there's the human factor. So, next. Um, LC, hey, J&J, love your show. It has helped my rot mix become as a cucumber. Cool. Love it. Cool. She Wolf, J&J, spreading love and positivity your way. Dogs are doing great work on duration and layering. Awesome. Nice. Good job. Matt, I love your videos. They've been a big help. Nice. You know, we haven't shown in a while. Dogs sitting in chairs. We just did a huge session today. We had all did, did you film it? 13 board and trains out on sit stays. Did you film it? No, because I was working with a green right. dog and I couldn't, right. I couldn't yeah. drop the leash. There's so much we don't film here. Well, the, yeah, we have 13 aggressive dogs out in a room. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't about to drop the so leash. So let's do that tomorrow. Let's film it. Yeah. Yeah, we have plenty of Did you? I think you walked past, though, and I was like, oh, my God, it's called my exercise in for the day. Oh, I heard that. The dog. Yes. <laughs> like, it was like a production. One dog was struggling, yeah. Yeah. Um, Matt, I love your videos. I already read that. Nice. Thanks, Matt. Erica. Thanks, Matt. Also wanted to say that we went to a pet expo and my reactive dog nailed it. She was lunged at and rushed and didn't react. Nice. However, still reacts on leash on walks with one or two dogs approaching. Yeah. Blowing through prong corrections. Haven't gotten an e-collar yet. Bonker more effective? Um, but, Well, bonker's more effective, but you, you it's hard to bonk on a walk. Don't bonk in public. You can't bonk in public. Then don't bonk and put it up on YouTube. Um, I'll tell you that much. Rule number one. <laughs> All right. Um, just send them to my video. Trust me. It's okay. I've already, I'll take the heat. Um, um, what I want folks to understand though is, is your correction for leash reactivity. There's a lot of protocols we do for leash reactivity. We don't just go out on a walk and correct the dog for leash reactivity. We do a lot of protocols prior to the walk, a lot of leadership skills, believe it or not, thresholds, crates, driveway drills, um, uh, spatial pressure, getting the dog to walk behind us, um, getting the dog to understand the tools. You can do the pre-walk bonk. So there's a lot of things. Next. 
ish. I had to move my one, had to move to one bedroom with my two pits, seven and nine. 30 minute walks with prong in the AM, an e collar, trained to reduce barking. Is 30 minutes enough to reduce their anxiety without backyard? I worry they aren't getting enough exercise. So, probably not. No, no, like exercise. Okay, I, well, I'm a huge advocate of exercise. So, huge advocate of exercise, huge advocate of diet. We feed raw. You don't have to feed raw, but a huge advocate of, 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 of diet. Huge advocate of like give your dog a, a job or a task, and every border collie can't, you know, work sheep, so you got to figure something else out. You know, every German Shepherd can't do protection work, so you got to figure something else out. But I think, as far as like, believe it or not, duration work is going to help with the anxiety. Oh, a tired dog is a good dog. It's like, well, I know a lot of dogs that no matter how tired they are, they ain't doing so good. So you know, training fixes a lot of that stuff. So what I would say is, try to I'd get up earlier. Or stay up later, get yourself a treadmill, and maybe you're going to want to work on um, a little bit more time um, um, with exercise. Next. David Smith, also starting a nine-week golden doodle. Why do breeders sell them so young? I think 10 to 12 more is more appropriate. Yep. But I I'm th- looking forward to teaching the owners and puppy training. Yep. So, you know, at that age, obviously, we're doing all marker and food. We use clicker. So clicker and food training. We use the dog's daily food. We put it in a pouch, and we train with that all day, doing all the basic commands, stopping puppy biting, um, and getting go- you know, putting a nice routine in schedule. But some breeders let them go at eight weeks, you know, some of them even earlier. But, you know, 10 to 12 seems to be a good time. But I'm not a breeder, and I'm not a, and that's not what I do. Next. Karen, with aroused dogs who bite and play, would you set it up in high correct? Um, we set everything up, yeah. We'd set it up. Not necessarily high correct, but correct enough for the dog to stop. So whatever that correction is. Next. Holly, if a dog suddenly refused to do what it has been doing 150 times, I would rule out any pain or underlying medical issue first. Okay, histo- say that one more time. If a dog suddenly refused, it sounds like more a statement than a question. Oh, refused to do what it has been doing 150 times, I would rule out any pain or underlying medical issue first. Um, so that's interesting. I mean, d- trust me, we're very aware of our dog's comforts, the comfort here. Don't don't think we don't do that. We're very aware. We don't just go, oh, you're doing this because you're being stubborn. But we're not seeing dogs refuse to do something after they've been doing it successfully because of pain have there been cases where it's like, yep, you're limping today because maybe you like took too quick of a turn or um, my own personal dogs have like overextended a leg or um, a dog will maybe catch a foot on its coming out of its crate? It's like, yes, but working with over 10,000 dogs, we're finding that usually medical is not the reason. It's literally they decided just not to do it. They just decided not to do it. I mean, I'm the guy that also says when you go to pet a dog's, your dog's head and it just bites you and it usually doesn't do that, check its ears for an infection or its teeth for an infection. So you're, you're seeing you heard one answer to one thing, but if you listen to our whole body of work, you'll know that we're very, very aware of dog's discomfort and we don't just go, you're a pain in the ass dog, you have to do it anyway. But we actually can read the dogs that are in front of us. So, um, historically though, a lot of times, especially with our aggressive dogs, people are like, have you ruled out, you know, medical, we're not seeing medical issues historically 99.99999% of the time, um, cause aggression. So next. 
Wesley, hi, J&J. Dog is leash reactive toward dogs. I've tried e-collar correction, 30 to 100. Prong you, collar you correction, you bonker. One year problem. Yeah, I don't know. He said yeah. it again, but there's still, I feel like there's part of it missing. Oh, still. oh, 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 I see. Sorry. Um, I don't know. A Bataglia. Hi, J&J. Listening from the gym, Lucy and I had so much success working on off-leash recall on my family's acre. Nice. We also started rollover since the seminar. It seems like the training has been clicking. So awesome. grateful. We love you both. Sending awesome. positive vibes. Awesome. Congratulations. Next. CT Vader. Hi, all. The 2020 DIY videos are great. When training a command, should I only train that command during a session? I'll do come, place, come, create, come, place, etc. Really working the dog. By the way, the podcasts are about two weeks behind the lives on YouTube. Okay, so um, yes, they are probably, but they'll, 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 don't worry, they'll catch up. Um, I don't know if they're two weeks behind. Like Melissa said that they should be current. What yeah, platform? yeah, yeah. They, um, so, oh, the podcasts on YouTube, it, on the, it depends what platform you are, you're on. So, but on YouTube, like Monday's, plat, Monday's podcast is going up tomorrow on YouTube. So that's three, only three days late, not three days late. We take them off because we put a header and a footer there. And then we, we put in some some little links and stuff. So we do so we do that. Um, but was there a question in that? No. Yeah. Was so it? the first part was should I only train that one oh, command during a session? At the beginning of training, you can train one command per session, but then pretty soon you can just mix them all together. Next. Sarah Bug Art, how should I explain to my sister that I don't want her kids touching my puppy? I know you suggest training existence, but dog have always been around the kids freely in my family in the past. So you can sit your sister down and just saying, "Listen, I really would appreciate if your if your if your kids didn't touch the puppy, and if they that if you can't respect my wishes, I'm gonna have to put the puppy away." And then there's the Blackbeard donated four ninety nine. Thank you so much, Blackbeard. Um, so that's how, that's what I would do next. Um, Becky Lou gave a bunch of hearts. Oh, thank you, Becky Lou. Pack leader dog training. Had a client dog acting a fool for about 30 minutes on and off when introducing prong. Yep, that happens a lot. Has, has this happened to you or is I doing something wrong? No, it happens to every dog trainer, I would imagine. If, if it hasn't, they might be lying to you or they haven't worked enough dogs. You're always going to get a dog, and it's not a prong collar issue. Dogs that wear head halters will act like a fool. Dogs that will wear martingales will act like a fool. Dogs that will wear a collar will act like a fool. Dogs that wear harnesses will act like a fool. Dogs that wear, like, it's like... Anything new, you'll put a leash on a dog that's always been off leash, it'll act like a fool. Um, start becoming more demanding of the dog, it'll act like a fool. They're dogs, it's resistance, it's the way they say no. It's like, it's, 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 you know, everyone likes to humanize stuff. I'll humanize the hell out of this stuff. It's like a child having a temper tantrum. It's like you go to bed every night at the same time. What makes tonight any different? I've said no to dessert. Every time we go out to eat, what makes tonight different? Or you are allowed to have dessert, but tonight I said no, and you're a child, and I'm an adult, so no stays. Next. Um, Candy, what are things to do to build confidence in a dog for leash reactivity? So, well, for leash reactivity, you want to address that too. But for confidence building stuff, go over, under, through things. Expose your dog to as many environmentals as possible. Teach your dog how to go up on things, under things, through things. Hold your dog accountable on all the basic commands. Um, do your driveway drills. Um, do spatial pressure. Um, teach the word no to your dog. It's really, really important. If, like, listen, as much as we talk about no, Keep in mind, in the back of your heads, guys, we clicker and food train every dog on the property. 
that's how we teach all the obedience. Like I'll throw that out there maybe every half hour. It's like, that's how we train. Okay. So as far for as anyone interested, so for anybody that's interested, but to stop it, don't want to behavior. No, we have to, we have to do the art of uh, the punishment next. Skincare queen, how do you correct or deal with dogs having no respect for space? I had one of my boys nearly knock me over yesterday with no care. Obviously, that's a big no-no. So teach your dog the out command, meaning get out of here. Um, and also do a spatial pressure protocol, which we have a video on. We also have a video on teaching out, meaning get like out, meaning get out of here. Next. Spatial pressure will be a game changer, yeah, though. Yeah, spatial pressure will be a huge game changer. There's a lot of dogs that, you know, it's claiming of space. So you're claiming your space. A lot of dogs have no, they're not spatially aware. Next. Go be a star. Any tips for keeping a dog from becoming e-collar wise? I've heard of people leaving e-collar on for a week or two before ever using it. Stuff like that. Mm. Also, well, hold on. There's oh, more. Sorry. It doesn't really correlate. But also my lab attacked two of our chickens a few weeks ago. We always wondered if she wanted to play or kill. But now we know one of them didn't make it. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear about that. So um, someone's eating chicken that night. So the thing, the, the thing is, the thing is, is that... Um, I'm not seeing too many dogs play with chickens. I'm seeing dogs either kill them or exist with them. But I'm not seeing them play with them. So um, we put dogs into existence for that. And then we see if we can do, I'm sorry, avoidance for that. And then we see if we can do existence. As far as becoming cower smart, when you say you leave it on for a week, that's not a week straight. It's you got to still take it off at night. And you want to still rotate it so the dog doesn't get pressure sores. Next. Kem and M. Oh, someone came into a pet store I work in and had a five-month-old golden doodle trying to drag its owner in and was nipping. I showed her the 2.5-millimeter prong collar we provide, showed her how to fit it, showed her wow, to walk. So nice she was you. happy with the results and walked calmly around a lunging small dog. Then I showed her how to take it on and off, and the dog bit me. Yep. Instantly. I corrected the dog, yelped. I explained that this could bite your kids the same way, but had a great recovery and showed no signs of fear of me. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, the prong collar makes the dog aggressive. It's like, no, it doesn't. It's possibly that you moving your hand towards the dog's head made the dog nervous and that caused that. You can get bit by giving a food reward to a dog. Like, those are dogs we work with. We work with dogs that will just bite you just for the hell of it. Yep. Literally, they're like, oh, you must have done something. It's like, no. They literally just walk up to you and bite you. Yep. They will. You'll be sitting in a chair. They walk up to you, sniff your leg, and go, I think I'm going to bite you. Bite. <laughs> literally. Why? Those dogs have never been told no in a way that needs to be told no. So, I mean, these are the, these are the dogs that we get in on a daily basis. So, I think it's important that, you know, here we are talking. This might be for some of the people that are not used to dogs with really bad behaviors. And some people might say... Oh, well, that dog should be killed. I cannot tell you how many people write into us saying, my dog now, after watching your videos and going through the protocols, and, and, and maybe I did a Skype, but watching your free videos, I, I now have a fully off-leash trained dog that I can take anywhere with me that is friendly with other dogs and friendly with people. I and then and then you have dogs that are just like, oops, oops sorry. You're not going to make it. There are so many dogs we've rehabbed that literally were one correction away. Yeah. You're seeing like, oh, I'm not supposed to act that way? Yep, yep. Like, total 180. Was that one, that black oh. and white dog that belonged to the firefighter? Bruno. Was it Bruno? Bruno, yeah. Yeah, Bruno. The little, the little stuff. One correction. One correction. 
Play with dogs. Yeah. Act like a dick for years. <laughs> one correction goes, oh, okay. Tried to bite every one of us. Yep. We're like, hey, you can't do that. He's like, oh. All right, cool. Why don't you say so? Well, how come nobody told me that? That's why your dog might be one correction away. Now, most of the dogs that we work with are not like that. Yeah. But you never know. You never know. And that's why when you get folks that are like, I've tried everything. I'm like, everything? Mm. Have you tried correcting your dog for unwanted behavior? Oh, no, 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 no. no. It's like, then you haven't even begun the realm. Mm -hmm. Become the realm of everything. You know? At all. At all. At all. Next. Mm. Sarah Bug Art. Years ago, we had an Airedale that wiped out our flock while we were gone. Um, the ones, the ones left were coming out of the woods for about a week after. Jesus Christ! My God! So you got OBF free range chickens? Yeah, I don't think. Do they fly and roost in trees? Um, they fly as in like um, a hawk flies? No, but no, but like flutter up. They can. Like chickens can actually go to, into trees, right? Yes, chickens can go higher than their jumping height. Yeah. Therefore, they fly. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I don't know if they're flying around. No. But, like, our chickens roost. Their roost is higher than their height, but they jump up onto it. But can a chicken fly, jump onto a chain link fence? It's kind of like turkeys. They just, like, flutter just enough to get out of Their their wings most likely give them some air. Yeah. They probably can catch air. Yes. Um, Kevin M. I already read that. Nimrod Diaries. Hey, you haven't been on here in a while. Evening, guys. Can't stay. Just wanted to say hello, oh, John. Thanks. Thanks, well, thanks John. Thanks for stopping in. Thank you. Kevin M. I read that. Crixis. Hi, guys. Come on, Joel. Do the elephant noise. LOL. Have a great night, guys. We need Wendy. No. Wendy, do me a favor, Wendy. I can't. <laughs> Make a video of the elephant noise so we can play it on our social media. Because she's she's very specific on how she does it. She is. There are people like giving each other tips, like more air in your upper lip. Yeah. Blow like you're playing a trumpet. Yeah. It's like Yeah. You don't really know the elephant yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah. So Wendy, make it make us a video, Wendy. Make us I'm a video. Dying. Everyone's like coaching each other. Yeah. Was, a little bit more PSI. That's right. <laughs> that was good. That was a good clip. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Um Donicia, can I use a prong on a five-month-old puppy for walking? Absolutely. Sure. Next. Teresa, I had a vet come out for a goat. His number one call to rehab or put to sleep farm animals attacked or killed by dogs. Accountability is key. Yep. Think about that. I think that people's eyes need to be opened up about the damage that a dog can do with no remorse. This is the thing. Say your dog kills a chicken. Mm-hmm. And you go out and you yell at your dog, which was what most people would do. Oh, my God, the dog feels guilty. No, it does not. It doesn't like to be yelled at. Mm-hmm. It feels no guilt killing the chicken. It's just freaked out it doesn't, by you. The dog doesn't go, oh, I made a mistake and shouldn't have killed the chicken. No. Doesn't, it, doesn't work, it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Dogs also do not know what tomorrow means. Next. Nope. Um, Teresa... I already read that. Jeez, sorry, guys. Andrew, I just need some clarification. Bonking and e-collar can be used for the same purposes for removing bad behavior. Yes. Bonking in public will be difficult. Bonking in public will get you freaking put up on a cross and burned. (laughs) Next. Kevin M. Then called my manager a few days later complaining about how she would have stepped up and said anything. My thing is I gave you what you wanted without being mean. Huh? Okay. 
I, I don't know what that refers to, though. I'm, I'm lost. She helped. This is the person who helped the woman with her pulling dog on the prong collar. Oh, so who got... Did she get in trouble? Maybe. Okay. So I'm sorry that happened. Next. Sarah Bug Art. Someone posted that GSD's owner should not go to the groomer, only piddle... Hold on a second. Someone posted that GSD owner should not go to the groomer. Only piddle type dogs. One of the most confusing things I've read. What? You absolutely... Well, how Why can't a GSD go to a groomer? Bathing, brushing out, teeth Whoa. cleaning, air cleaning, anal gland, um, you know, <laughs> anal gland stuff, nails cut. Tons of reasons why you... I bathe my GSD. Yeah. That's what groomers do. Groomers do. Groomers don't just freaking buzz cut dogs and clip dogs. You know, they oh, do a lot of other stuff. Pay someone else or, to do it. or they can also remove some um, some of their fur from the around their around their paws or underneath if they're in, in the um, they have too much fur underneath and it's an icy condition and it sticks to their they, they get icicles on their um uh, their fur. Uh, their fur. Oh yeah, give me a break. I happily pay someone to wash Wes. Um, no, Ben. I do. Yeah. I do pay Ben to wash Wes. I pay Ben to wash Wes. When we go to Florida, I'm paying Ben to wash both your dogs. Yeah, Wesley. Yeah. Yes. I freaking love that name because it's Wes's nickname. Wesley. Hmm. I wonder who gave him that. Yeah. Hi, J&J. She likes it. She likes it. <laughs> he responds to it now. No, no, I don't even think he knows his name is Weston anymore. No, he doesn't. It's like, oh, Wesley? That's me. <laughs> Wesley, get over here. <laughs> okay. Hi, J&J. Do you have a rough idea when the next T3 is? Your website said the date is to be determined. No, it's not. It's October 7th through 13th. It's on there. Go to t3seminar.com, t3seminar.com. It's right on there. I looked at it today. I looked at it today. Yep. In fact, I got to actually, I even took a screenshot because I had to send it to somebody. <laughs> Next. Aurora, I was just asked to dog sit to disabled lab and loud and scary at first, Newfoundland. I don't have much experience with aggression. Afraid of getting bit. Should I go visit? I, if, if it's a Newfoundland that's aggressive and you don't have a lot of experience, that's a good time to pass. That's not the dog you want to get practice on. Mm -mm. Next. Erica, thank you. We've done tons of threshold training and place work before walks, but haven't tried driveway drills. We'll try that next. Thank Dr you so driveway much. Driveway drills, but you still have to learn how to apply a punisher. You know, for some reason, punishment is got to, call it a correction, call it an inhibitor, call it whatever you're comfortable with. Call it a be bad behavior stopper. But no matter how well a dog is obedience trained, it, that does not stop it from unwanted behaviors. It doesn't. They're not connected. They're not connected. There are people that graduate from college with a 4.0 that can turn into a shoplifter to a mass murderer. But you, gradu you graduated with honors from, from college. You're really smart. Your IQ is at 168. It doesn't matter. It's not... your. It, 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 it's not connected. I cannot stress that enough. You know, oh, my dog is perfect. It has one small problem, which is it bites my kids. That's not a small problem. That's a big problem. That's a death sentence. Next. Uh, Barista Boy Soccer said, hi, guys. Hello. How are you? I thought you were going to ask a question after that. Kathy, need to correct for leash activity on a walk around people. I know he's going to yelp when I use the e-collar. Maybe yeah. an oops. Did I step on your foot? LOL. Yep. Try that. But do also do all the work. I can't express enough. Do your spatial pressure drills. Do your driveway drills. Hold your dog accountable in the house. Correct your dog for noncompliance of other known commands. And then and then work your way into higher level um, environmentals. Next. 
relaxing too much. Hey, J&J. Happy hump day. Hey. Love you guys. Er, <clears throat> everything you do. You were right, Jeff. I did need to relax more. Puppy is doing much better. Good. What size prong collar for 10-week-old husky? Appro- approximately 14 pounds. Nothing right now, but you're going to need a 2.25. But don't do it right now. Right now, don't worry about the walk. Just do all clicker food training stuff on, on all your sit, your down. Um, you can do food luring, your place, going in out of the going in and out of the crate, let it drag a long line around the yard, follow you around, practice your recalls, you know, all th- you know, all things like that. Don't even worry about the walk right now. Next. Sarah Bug Art, could you explain using a remote collar for crate barking? Getting one soon for my five-month-old, and I don't want to miss something or do it wrong. Mm-hmm. Level suggestion for correcting also. So I'm not going to tell you what level to do it because it's going to be the level that stops the unwanted behavior. So the dog barks, it becomes uncomfortable. That's the concept. The concept is this, barking becomes uncomfortable to the dog. Somebody mentioned, I think on our uh, YouTube channel today about a citronella collar. They worked, it's like, I'm against citronella collars. Check the ingredients of citronella, folks. See what's in citronella and then understand that it goes into your dog's nasal passages and it stays there, all right? So I'd rather use a, a shock or a stim or remote, call what you want, device, that will stop the dog because it's one second, one and done. Next. Um, Ish, what is a realistic expectation of time for your dog to hold their poop or pee? I don't want to correct them if I come home after nine hours and they've done an accident in the apartment. So I guess we'll just hold on one second. I guess I'm sorry. So Wesley is right because I'm trained the trainers. Which, so it, you have to go to t3seminar.com, t3seminar.com. So, um, um, Melissa, will you email Amanda and tell her to adjust that, please? Thank you so much. All right, and I'll also do it as, as, as well. So for some reason, maybe that site is not active or it shouldn't be active anymore. It's T3 Seminar. Mm-hmm. But see, they go to the same It's supposed to go to the same thing. Weird. It is weird. Next. I'm sorry. No, I missed the question. No, re- repeat it okay. over again. What is the realistic expectation... For your dog to hold their poop or pee. I don't want to correct them if I come home after nine hours and they've done an accident in the apartment. Well, well, your your dog should be crated, number one. And you wouldn't correct them for going to the bathroom um, anyway at all. Nine hours is pushing it. Um, So... But you you don't correct a dog for taking a shit because they could have taken a shit three hours ago. I'm so glad you hit on that point. Because so many people do that. Right. And it's like, you don't know when the dog actually went to the bathroom. Yeah, you had no idea. The dog's happy to see you and you're freaking correcting your dog. Next. Um, Michael, when's Angelo's next podcast? That I don't know yet. That I don't know. We're going to work. We're, we're, what? You don't have it scheduled, planned? He, he's, he was sick today. I know. Brittany's like, is Angelo not here? I haven't heard him at all. I'm like, no. No, Angelo's sick. sick. He was sick. He woke up with a fever. Next. Poor guy. So go to t3seminar.com, t3seminar.com, and we'll figure out the other one. Thank you. Zach, hey, Jeff, thanks for doing this. Quick question. Do you still punish if the dog obeys the no before you even have time to punish? So do we still apply an inhibitor, the punisher, a correction after the word no? During the, during the training stages, yes, it's extremely important that you're consistent with that. Next. Um, wait, can we talk about more, that more, though? Go ahead. So, like... We have dogs anywhere from four to eight weeks, and by the end, they're on correctional levels, and we'll have a dog break place. We'll say no, and then they'll run back to place, but it's like we have to be consistent, so we'll still correct them even though they're back on place, and a lot of people are like, well, that'll make them hate the place bed, but it's like, no, as long as your marker is precise, 
So you say no the second they leave that place bed, they know what they did was incorrect. And, like, you still have to follow through with the correction. If you say no, follow through. Yeah. At least while they're learning. That's always our rule. And we've right. never, ever, ever seen it, like, work against us. Yeah. It's, it's so, I think it's so important. Yeah. Um, but that's why we love markers. Yep. Yeah. Little Mama Mud. Hi, J&J. Guess what? I have a Caucasian of Charka German Shepherd Cross. And possibly the easiest puppy I have ever raised. That's good. By That's, the time you got an easy dog. I know, man. My God. Getting not easy dogs is rough. Mm-hmm. Next. Zach, Jeff, do you teach leave it, drop it, as well as out separately, or is it kind of an all-in-one? And so I, I teach out, and I don't teach drop it or leave it. Um, you treat you you do have um, out on your – I mean, on, uh, um, drop it on yours. Yeah, but that's just like – it's the same. It's the same thing. thing. It's the same thing. I just didn't know you yeah. when I was training my guys. And it doesn't matter because they're all the same. The, the bottom line is this: the word is the word is the word. Yeah. What do you want the dog to do? So if you say Wiener Schnitzel and the dog downs and you're consistent with it, it looks like Wiener Schnitzel means down. My next dog, I'm going to do funny words. Yes. I think, for their commands. Cool. So no one can tell them what to do. Next. Nobody can tell your dog what to do anyway. They're, they're, True. they're your dogs. Huh. <laughs> Do dogs so take like, on the do dogs take on the personality of their owners? You're like calling him today and he's just sitting there staring at me like That's because you're going, Hi Wes, how are you? I fucking heard you. And I'm like, You want me to run your dogs? Don't fucking make it harder for me. All I said was, Hi Wesley. Yeah, you do it. And now you want like, and you wonder why your dog's obsessed with you. It's because you fucking do shit like that. It's like I'm I'm It's I, so cute. Oh, it's really cute. <laughs> I'm at the front door. All the other dogs are outside, and your fucking dog is 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 is, is he's is, making googly eyes. He's making at me. googly eyes at you, and I'm like, Wes, we gotta run. Let's go. No, he's like, oh yeah, right. And then, we, and then coming. And good thing because we went across the street, and him and him and Bert had a nice little battle. Nice. Yeah. Um, let's see. The blackboard. Hi, love your show. I'm a dog walker with two sets of longtime client dogs that don't seem to want to walk with me. No weird situations, but now tremble when time to walk. Full balk with one. Use prong. Huh. Um, I don't know where the other part is, if there is one. That's all I see. So, I mean, did something happen? Did something, you know, you have to sit down with the owner. Did something happen on a walk with the owner? Were they attacked on the walk? Um, has there been a new environmental happen? Is there did something, you know, I mean, like, is there any, anything, is anything at all happened in the, since the time you were there before and the time now. Um, how you doing? You know what I mean? Are you okay? Are you doing okay? Have you changed at all? Um, you know, we have dogs that get weirded out by just putting more structure into a dog's life, you know? It's like, oh, it's not a free-for-all anymore. Now there's more structure in the walk. Oh, geez, the walk's not as much fun anymore. But next. Gretchen, I'm late, but I have to go. Just here to tell Joelle she looks pretty. I'll be back in 15 minutes. All right, Gretchen. Thanks, Thanks hon. Gretchen. Little Mama Mud. I sent the lab to Ontario. He couldn't handle our negative 50 times. Um, yeah. Oh, the, oh, shit. You just got that lab, too. That was your sister's dog. Came from a farm, working parents. I am now livestock. Just kidding. She is sweet and confident and big for 13 weeks. Nice. Oh, good. You got a puppy. Good. Sarah Bug Art, what age should I move my GSD to a three millimeter prong? Um, I mean, you never, I mean, theoretically, you never have to. You just add links to the 2.25, but mm -hmm. it's more of like 50 pounds, 25, you know, 22 kilos, you know, um, um, you know, usually a three millimeter is fine. Next. 
Swizzy and friends. Hi, how are you guys? I feel like my dog Swizzy is one correction of being a great dog. Just afraid to take that first step. Well, I guess we'll never know, right? So, I mean, hmm. I think the thing, this is it. The reason why you don't want to correct your dog, the reason why a lot of people don't want to correct their dogs is because they're afraid they'll do it wrong. Fully understood. Or you're afraid to make the problem worse. Fully understood. The thing is this. Your dog probably already is worse. Meaning, you've got analysis paralysis. And historically, owners, not by knowledge <coughs> or purpose, are doing things that are making their dogs worse without even knowing it. So, if you do a very, very planned, proactive, well-timed correction, chances are you're not going to make your dog worse. Like, we're not seeing that happen. Next. Um, Lillian says, thank you. You're welcome. Grace, our chickens roost on a six-foot wood fence. We have to clip their wings. Got it. Well, there you go. Guess they fly. So if you don't clip their wings, they'll fly? I guess so. Or they'll, or they'll jump up higher. Zomi. Hey, Wes, sure, go ahead. Climb on the furniture. Is that what he's doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Zomi, helping train friends high drive pit. Decent heel means correcting every four seconds, and he has a very high tolerance to discomfort. So it takes a lot of pressure. Anything else we could do to make walks easier? She can't afford an e-collar yet. He creates one unsupervised, and I'm getting her to work him for his meals he's difficult to exercise due to easy over arousal so bonk the dog at the beginning of the walk prong collar on the dog work driveway drills teach your spatial pressure we got a free video on that next he Can, just went in his crate though see he yep, knows i know he's like oh just kidding i'm not going on the couch so well he also heard me tell him like <laughs> i'm gonna go on my crate now. it's like you know he, he saw me look at him and stare at him with those those eyes it's like you're not climbing on that fucking chair are you um so what i, what I want people to <laughs> what i want people to understand is is um, dogs have been trained really well before remote collars, but remote collars just give you really nice leverage. Next. Sarah Bugart, sorry, using my phone tonight. Not great with typing on here. Nobody's worse than Jeff. Nobody's worse than me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it, it's like, I'm typing fucking, not ducking. No, that's not, at least you can and my and my and, and you y o u is not spelled y i y i y i u why no y o u because the i is next to the o and it's like it's like how many times is first of all that's not even a fucking word y i o is not even a word and I say fucking all the time and I'm not talking about like hey I want to go fucking tonight I'm like using it like as an ad as adjective you being I don't know a noun. A pro, a it's like this is fucking incredible. Adjective. Yeah, an adjective. So it's like it's like I don't use the word ducking. I'm not like like watch out, duck. You know what I mean? It's like fucking. It's like how do you get it's your? Not, that's not even it though. Like it, you spell every word wrong. <laughs> like every word. Next. <laughs> next. Like completely. Okay, next. The completely wrong word there. <laughs> go ahead. Just, just go ahead. If anyone's ever gotten an Instagram message from Jeff, here, just read through all you my. You know it's him. Just read, read, and not me. Yeah, read through all my texts and just make fun of me and all of them. Go ahead, just read through all of them. No. Okay. Um. I don't know where I am anymore because that shit's funny. Diane, you were making fun of me. <laughs> found my next door neighbor's chicken on my roof when coyotes came in their yard and killed three. See, they can fly. I just we've already established that. 
Um, Kathy, you get two or three loose dogs together. They can take out flocks of sheep so fast. Yep. Yep. Yep, they sure can. Unless your chicken climbed up the drain pipe. What? The chicken on the roof. It can go up a drain pipe? You might have done a Mission Impossible and climbed up the drain pipe. Oh. It might not have flown up there. It might have, like, gone, like, you know, up the drain pipe. Maybe. David Smith. Little Tom Cruise action there. I just belayed up. Yep. Also, <laughs> you historically don't belay up, you belay down. Whatever. Actually, belay actually is the, the is you climb up, you belay down. Okay, whatever. Do you ever belay at all? Do you ever go rock climbing? Yeah, Have in you? Colorado. Did you? Nice. Some One of my friend's friends who I'd never met before, he's like, yeah, I'll be your belayer. I'm like, okay, don't kill me. Yep. So one time, <laughs> so a long time ago, this goes back 20 years ago when my oldest kids were 10. We used to do a lot of rock climbing. So I used to do some lead climbing. Mm-hmm. And um, one time, one of my daughters was belay- was belaying me. This is in an indoor rock gym, though. Yeah. That's not as bad. She fell asleep. Oh, my God. And I was doing, I was just about to do an, I was just about to do an overhang. Yeah. So I would have been upside down. How do you fall asleep? It was, she was exhausted. Because it's boring. But you're standing up, but, though. But belaying is boring as fuck. You fall asleep. Yeah. And it's like, and then another time, it was funny, once, um, Olivia, for belaying in an indoor rock gym, you know, your back tied as well. Mm-hmm. So one time, I was doing the same underhang, and I fell off of it, and she got lifted up off the ground. That's scary. But didn't, didn't, didn't let go. So she's off the ground, locked in, so I only fell a certain amount, and she's like... <laughs> She's like, literally, I'm hanging, and she's like off the ground, off the ground. So what did I do? I just, you know, I just, I just sort of like repelled down. Yeah. Ay-yay-yay. Well, she's like, was probably so tiny then. How the hell would you have her belay you in the first place? Because the way that belaying works is it doesn't go by strength. Yeah, but they're sort of like your anchor. Yeah, but but it. It, but it but it still but it's still when you lock on when you lock on you lock on. That's why that's why it worked. Yeah. That's why it worked. Yeah. Next. David Smith. But she didn't let go. She's like, I didn't let go, Papa. Also took a page from your book and took Rocky to Home Depot for distraction. Did awesome. I saw one or two responsible looking people looking and from a distance asked if I could walk up to them. Um, and introduced. He did great and was a gentleman. So, Lillian, your question got skipped. I don't know. We might not have gotten to it yet or we may not have seen it, but we don't usually skip questions unless you use the name of another trainer or you were mean or rude to us, but then we would. But um, it's possible we haven't gotten to it yet. Um, but if you think we skipped a question, we might not have seen it. Next. Uh, Rusty, what's the earliest I can introduce a prong collar to a growing German shepherd puppy? Usually in about 13 or 14 weeks. You know, it's also, if it's, if it's dragging the owner down the street, you know, it's like, that's the gentlest, kindest thing you can do for the owners. Like, make their walk better. Next. Denicia, how do I stop puppy chewing? I know he's teething, but my arms are all marked. Oh, no, 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 no. My son no. doesn't want to play with him anymore. Exactly, exactly. This is so common. It's like, mm. I want a puppy. And by 14 weeks old, I hate that puppy. So... Teething is one thing, but you don't teeth on my arm. So what do you do? Take your thumb, stick it in the dog's mouth, push it down, hold their bottom jaw, and just hold it there like that. Or you can also say no and bonk. We stop puppy chewing like on humans instantly. Instantly. Next. Um, Swizzy and friends, can you explain how to use the bark collar listed on your website? 
How is it different from other bark collars? Um, well, it's not. It's not. Like, we didn't make this bark collar. It's a neat collar technology bark collar. You put it on the dog, like all bark collars. You know, you do. You um, find the right setting. How do you find the right setting first to make sure you've got good fit? You put it on level one. Knock on the door or, something, or trigger something that would make the dog bark. Dog then barks and keeps barking and keeps barking. It's too low, so turn it to level two. Knock on the door. The dog barks. It goes up. Ah! And doesn't bark anymore. Boom. Looks like level two it is. Next. Mm, Sarah Bug Art, bathing a dog in a standard tub. Happen to have any tips? Um, some people, I'm not the grooming guy at all. Ben would be good with that. Some people say take peanut butter and put it on the walls. While the dog's eating the peanut butter, you're washing the dog. What do I do? I just freaking put my, I just hose my dogs down. Next. Kathy. Oh, hold on. $15 top chat from Andrew. Any advice on creating confidence in an owner? Dog works great for me, but it's crazy with her. Owner is very stressed due to the dog's previous behavior. Yeah, so Andrew, so if you're a trainer, the art of doing the work we do is passing the baton. That's the art of doing what we do. So it's a given the dog will do well with you, um, but the owner has got, you know, um, just like the dog has these, these, these repetitive behaviors that were unwanted, the owner has repetitive flashbacks that are unwanted. So what do you need to do is this. The owner needs to get some wins. So start out small, start out basic. Don't overwhelm the owner. Start out with simple things. Start out with things that you know the dog will do well for, for, for the owner and then also coach the dog. Also at the drop-off, it should be a 90-10 rule. The owner should be handling the dog 90% of the time where you're only handling the dog 10% of the time. A lot of times in a board and train situation or a training situation, during the, 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 passing of the, the, the passing of the baton, what happens is the trainer is doing all the work. That doesn't help the owner any. Your skill set is different. So a good thing to do is to sit down and coach. But if, you, and if, you're, if you're, so you can do that. Coach the owner. Coach the owner. Next. Kathy, driveway drills. We'll get to it. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Erica, have you ever heard of a dog with leash reactivity being fine with multiple dogs around? But when it's just one, they will load like crazy yep. and are super reactive. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been applying a punisher, but ink pre-walk OB. What is that? Incorporating pre-walk obedience? They're incorporating pre-walk bonker maybe too. So yes, we've seen dogs like, it's like social pressure. Oh, there's too many dogs. I'm not going to be reactive. But there's only one dog. I'm going to target you and be reactive. So what do you do? Watch all of our, watch all of our content. Driveway drills. How to bonk. Um, the spatial pressure video. Next. Aurora, should I tell the folks with a new fee just straight no, or should I try to offer them some sort of solution? I'm not sure if they are exaggerating, didn't directly say he's aggressive. Well, this is what you can do. Ask them more questions. If you want to do an assessment, do an assessment. But, but if you do not have a lot of experience, I can assure you having a, an aggressive Newfoundland is not the dog to get experience on. So, um, but a lot of people say their dogs are aggressive. It's like, okay, how many people has the dog bit? None. Oh. I thought you said it was aggressive, but it looks like it'll bite it, the person. Oh, well, maybe it's just leash reactive. So, you know, I don't want to take, you know, you know, business away from you, but all I'm saying is, is working with aggression can fuck you up if you don't know what you're doing. And that's a big-ass dog. That's a big dog. Um, and so just be careful. I would, I would talk to the owners more. And then what you do is, yeah, you can flat out refuse. Of course you can. You don't, this concept that you have to help every person that, that asks you for help is false. 
of course we want to help as many people as possible, but if a dog's beyond your skill set, no, you can't. It's a disservice to the owner. It's a disservice to you. It's a disservice to the dog. Saying this dog, say the dog's behavior is out of my realm of skills and then try to find someone that they can refer to. Next. <clears throat> Let's see. Britt, hi, I got the prong collar. It stays by the neck. It's fitted, right? Do you think it will take a few days for both of us to get used to it? Should I slow down? I feel nervous, but she's confident. Yeah, slow down. Just go really slow. Do driveway drills up and down your driveway. It's for some reason, for some reason, the prong collar, it's like nobody's worried about the martingale collar. Mm -hmm. Or the slip lead. Or the slip lead. That chokes dogs. But Right. But they're worried about the prong. So there's an art to it, but it's not that difficult to do. It's not that difficult to do. Next. Cheryl, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Sorry to be so late. Watched your video earlier. So sad you're going through all that still. Hope Angelo feels better very soon. Oh, yeah. We're going to be going through this for a while. In fact, we've already established that, that now that we're t being targeted by the, by the whole world, um, uh, I probably will be doing this, um, being at some level, dealing with this for the rest of my dog training career. Because there's people that don't care about the facts at all. They just want someone to hate. That's what it is. So um, that's, just the way that, that's just the way it is. But people that are smart, okay? Oh, so what are you saying? These people are dumb? I'm saying that if you watch a 10-second clip taking it out of context and label somebody a dog abuser without doing your research, you're not exactly making a rational, de rational decision. And I hope you don't make every other decision in your life like that. That's what I'm saying. But a lot of rational people go... Something doesn't seem right about this. And they'll do a little bit of research and they'll see any of our 25,000 posts um, on, our, um, uh, um, on our website. And they might disagree with what we do, but most people won't threaten to rape and kill your children because a cotton towel was thrown at a dog that prevented it from pulling its owner, prevented it, it stopped it from pulling its owner out of a wheelchair. And a lot of people have said, don't worry about the haters. These are not haters. This is beyond hate. I've been dealing with hate for 15 years. What I'd like to know is, who the fuck would say, I want to rape and kill your kids or bash your wife's head in with a brick because I stopped a dog with a cotton towel. So I will not stop talking about it at all because owners and people need to fucking shut these other people down and say, that's not acceptable behavior. That's not acceptable behavior. And it's interesting who these people are. You'd be surprised. Next. <clears throat> Let's see. Skincare queen. Oh, Angelo, feel better. Lots of rest, water, and video games. And oh, he's doing fine. I saw him tonight. I stopped home for dinner really you quick. Did you talk about Pokemon? I no. He was not. He was. Uh, so, Romy, she looks very sick. She is very sick, very flushed. Mm -hmm. I made her some soup. That's nice. Yep. And um, and Angelo, how you doing, Angelo? Oh, I'm doing great, Papa. I'm like, get the fuck off your ass off the fucking couch then and get to work. Get your ass to work oh then. Oh, my God. Poor Ange. Yeah. Next. Cody, if you have time, can you talk about the importance of the timing of the correction? Love you, too. It's more about the timing of the marker word. Ah. Yes and no. It's very important. You say yes at the moment the dog does something you want it to do or click the moment the dog you want it to do, then when the reward follows, you have some time. For, for the word no, 
it's at the moment the dog is doing something you don't want it to do. And then there's a latency period where it can be followed up with a um, followed up with a uh, uh, correction that could be, you know, one second, two second, five second, ten seconds afterwards. As long as the no is marked, as long as the yes is marked. Next. Brit, hi lovelies. So I got a crate for my shepherd and she loves it at three years old. It's great to prove your parents wrong. Got one on the way for the lab on the way. Love well, you guys. Well, I don't think it's great to prove your parents wrong. I think it's great to advocate for your dog, but if you get a kick out of proving your parents wrong, well, then that's okay. That's okay. Next. Kibu, one of two. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. I saw a video on role-playing with a client of the proper use and timing of the e-collar. Client holds the collar, and the trainer uses the remote on the working level. Have yeah. you heard of this technique? I have. Yeah, we don't do it, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, or another trainer shouldn't do it. Yep. Next. Next. Sarah, can you use bark collar with any dog to stop nuisance barking is there any situation that you wouldn't recommend using a bark collar no there's no situation at all yeah for a dog that doesn't bark but then it doesn't go off dog barks it gets activated end of story next douglas shared a link to your stopping jumping youtube on facebook aussie group tons of positive responses i feared i would get crucified yeah you took a chance on that one yeah yep it's incredible. I don't think people realize the damage that a dog can do on jumping. Mm-hmm. Next. Aurora, how do you change a command name? My dog is taught mostly German, except down is down. Yeah, I mean, if you want to change it to plots, just you can change your dog to be bilingual if you want to. So down and plots and just start all over. If you want to extinguish the word down and switch it all the way to plots, you would just have to do plot, lots of plotses. And then if the dog, when you say down, down, you'd have to correct for down. But to me, I don't give a shit. Down, plots, spaghetti, fucking lie down. Next. I just like give my dogs a look and they're like, okay, I'll lay down. Yep. <laughs> I'll play a dog. I'll play a game with my dogs. I recall them and say a word, they down. Because mm -hmm. what, what else do I normally do when I recall them and say right. something else? It did, that didn't sound like get into the truck. So that must be meaning down. <laughs> yeah. Or I grunt and they'll recall. I go, huh? They come flying back. Yep. Yep. Aurora, how do you speed a dog up on a walk? Dog will follow me, but he lags behind. I try to encourage him verbally, but it doesn't last long. See that one more time. I'm sorry. How do you speed a dog up on a walk? Like they're lagging. Well, if the dog's physically capable of actually walking faster, remote cower is a good motivator or a quick pop of the leash. Sarah Bug Art said, hey, Wes. <laughs> yeah, I made his freaking debut. Yeah. Uh, the blackboard. Also, have a client pup who is being crated because it craps in the apartment when the owner leaves. It's a good reason to crate it. One, one of the many reasons. Now the dog is crapping in the crate. Oh, crate time is approximately two hours before I arrived. Help. So, so after two hours? So, so what you can do is you can, for crate training dogs, number one, make sure you monitor the food and the water of the dog. Make sure the dog is, is, is gone outside prior you know, taking a big dump um, prior to being crated, if you can. Uh, you crate the dog, and you might want to cut down the size of it. That's obvious. Some people also can cut down the height, so you lower the height of it a little bit. We're not talking forever. Like right now, I got three, four, four dogs in crates and one in place, and they're all lying down. Theoretically, none of them need, none of them need more than 24 inches of height. They all have it because they're big crates, but they don't theoretically need it. So therefore, you can't stand up. 
Now, this is not something we do long-term, but short-term, usually historically, if you can't stand up, you can't poop. Unless you've got, like, diarrhea, and then you'll fucking poop just about anywhere. Next. You poop standing up? I have. I've, I've pooped in the middle of a road race. <laughs> this is the answer to that. Next. Somebody sent me, after the last podcast right. about the, the marathon runner, yes. sent me a Instagram ad. Yes. They're listening. And it was marathon pants for women that have a zipper on the crotch. Right. So you can just unzip and squat. Yep. Like, so you don't have to pull your pants down. Interesting, isn't it? Next. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, someone said, like, someone actually sent you that or it actually just popped up as an ad? Someone said this to me. Okay. I just saw this and thought of okay, you. Okay, okay. I want to make sure that, like, because you, know you know how the phone is. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. Um, Kathy said, no, it's a verb as it, hopefully, LOL, shows action. Oh, fucking. Well, the way no, the, the way re- he uses it though. No, no, I don't use it in. I if I'm gonna text, I, what, that's really fucking cool. Yeah, I never text um anybody about fucking, like the actual sexual act of fucking. I I would use that as like you know it's fucking awesome or yeah. you know yeah I use it that way. Great fucking day. Yeah. Um, David said, "Yeah, I've gotten a few email replies from Jeff." Lol. <laughs> Skincare Queen said, that's how I know it's Jeff and not someone else <laughs> typing. Hey, I... Okay, you guys. You can't even deny it. Uh, have I ever tried? No. Thank you. Next. It's terrible. Okay. <laughs> like, why do you... <laughs> Autocorrect. I, I, I ask the <laughs> phone on this all the time. It's like, that's not even... A, I yell at my phone. I'm like, that's not even a word. Like, how could you possibly spell that fucking word? Like... Since when did that word, since when are there five <laughs> fucking vowels in a row? You're so loud right now. You're going to wake up all the boarding trains. They're all snoozing. Seem to be doing okay. Next. Yeah. Um, Kem I have a client with a neutered mini schnauzer male that is putting themselves between young children and guarding them from their Ooh, parents. Ooh, not good at all. What do you suggest? Woo-wee! <laughs> That's not good at all. Teach the out command meaning get out of here. That's dangerous, dangerous, dangerous behavior. That's going to lead to a bite. Next. Mm, holding on dog training. Hi, guys. Great show as always. See you at the Florida seminar. See you. Can't wait. Cheryl, questions seem to come out of order. Best is when I say hello at 8 p.m. and Joelle reads it at 9.20. LOL. Joelle, your hair looks great once again. Wow. Well, look, it's 9.17. I'm just seeing it now, Cheryl. Yeah. I don't wow. know. I don't know what's going on. We just read them as they go. Adam, do you guys offer dog aggressive classes at your facility? Not classes, but we rehab aggressive dogs. We have a dogs. reactive dog class. We, we had a reactive dog class. If you go to my seminars, we go over aggression. Mm-hmm. Like every seminar. Next. Lillian, no worries. My question was, what are your thoughts on correcting growling? I know some trainers say that the dog won't warn before it bites if you correct for growling. Or, or if you correct growling, the thought of growling, biting the thought of biting, and understand pressure on dogs, you can correct growling. There are some contexts that I don't correct growling. I need a little bit more information, but it's an, that's usually a typical response saying, you should let the dog growl while trying to communicate with you. It's like, yeah but I'm trying to put a leash on you and you're growling at me. You're not going to do that. Next. Um, Deandra, what is an easy dog to train for beginners? Um, no, no specific breed. Maybe a dog that definitely is not aggressive, definitely does not have separation anxiety, definitely is not fearful and nervous, more of a happy-go-lucky easy dog that responds really well to food. Next. 
Kimba, I have a 10, almost 11 week puppy, shepherd lab mix. She's pretty submissive and is having some bouts of fear. What can I do so she doesn't start submissive peeing and work through her fears? I also don't want her to become a fear biter. Well, you're, 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 you're doing with the dog going through a fear stage. So what do you do? Don't put your dog in fearful situations right now, but expose your dog to as many environmentals as possible, which sounds like a, like a, I'm just reverse, give you opposite, opposite information. Um, a lot of, just do a lot of food training, a lot of confidence building. Next. Britt, the other day, I had to kick a pit bull five times to get them off my shepherd. She didn't get hurt, but it will affect her. Yep. That's what happens. <clears throat> Skincare. Off-leash dogs going after other dogs on leashes. Happens a lot. Yeah. Um, Skincare Queen said, I'm sorry, did you just say rape and kill? Oh, yeah. About my kids? Sure. Yeah, we get death threats. Yeah. FBI's involved. You know, a lot of stuff I can't talk about, but it's, yeah. Yeah, people are, people have literally threatened numerous times, not quite a hundred times, but, um, oh, probably a hundred times physical violence towards me. Mm -hmm. Definitely over a hundred times. My family, a couple dozen times, a couple dozen times. Yeah. FBI is involved. Yep. Police are involved. Yeah. This is real. It's the real deal. And I don't, I'm not making this up. It's bad. It's really bad. I'm not making it lighthearted either, but I'm not going to sit here and fucking... You know, don't worry. The documentary's coming out one day. Yeah, it's going to be... People are... Incredible what they will do. Incredible. Okay, I'll shut up. Next. Whip It Fest. Jeff, I just... I love that name, Whip It Fest. Jeff, I just feel better knowing you are in the world. Wow. My five-month-old Australian cattle dog is on place while I'm chopping veggies and listening to you guys. She's doing great. Awesome. You're doing julienne? you julienning it all? Ooh, I love julienne vegetables. I love julienne vegetables. Good shit. You have julienne them and then you cut them the other way so they, they, they come out... Extra small. Extra small. Yeah. Yeah. All depends what you're using them for. Mm-hmm. I think in a stir fry, just like I'm julienne. I make salads out of julienne vegetables because I don't really like lettuce. I just make the vegetables my so salad. So do, do you think if you had the same recipe for a meal... Okay, here we go. A salad. Mm-hmm. Your carrots. You eat carrots, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, if you julienne the carrot or you just cut it, you know, so there'd be little circles, you think it would change the salad? I used Physically, appearance-wise, yeah. But taste-wise, you think it would change it? I only used, used julienne carrots in my salads. I have a little bag of them. Oh, they're already, they're they're already, already cut. They're that already way. cut. Yeah. Interesting. I'm just not a fan of, like... Because the other ones are too bulky? Yeah. Too much carrot? Per square inch of taste like bite. You can't eat it with the other stuff. Right. It's, it's its own bite. It's its own bite, right. Yeah. When you, yeah. Right? Yeah. I was just thinking about stir fry, too. I love stir fry. Yeah, mix it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like hungry now. <laughs> um, Gary, hey guys, love you. You're great. I need advice. I have a three year old American Bulldog, 98 pounds. She was abused and used for fighting. How do I get the fight out of her? Everything she sees, she wants to kill. Okay, so let's 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 first starters. Throw the abuse card out. Nope, no more abuse. I mean, you told me now. Let's forget that she was abused, because the judge don't care. Okay, because your dog is your dog attacks another dog. You're, you're you're that's not a good thing, and you can't use well the dog was abused. Okay, so number one, get get your dog muzzle trained. So at a minimum, get your dog muzzle trained because you're going to have to be working this dog on a muzzle out in public most likely. 
because why off-leash dogs might come running up to it or your dog might get too close or your 98-pound pity, that's a big fucking dog, might drag you down on your ass, okay? Um, so what you're doing with it is the first thing you do is, believe it or not, is you're going to teach it the basics. No dogs around. Foundational work. Do all your foundational work, all right? Get the dog to understand yes and no. Second of all, once the dog understands no, start getting it to see other dogs around it. And what you're going to be doing is look for something called loading. Loading is it's staring at the dog. That you correct. That's why we bonk. We bonk that. The bonking video that I you saw me bonk um, with the Great Pyrenees was lunging at other dogs. Um, and all of a sudden become leash reactive. And so it looks like I said no. The dog looked up at the owner. Ideally, the owner would bonk. But the, the owner was too weak to bonk because she's normally in a wheelchair. Um, so I bonked. So, so, so I bonked. So... What you're going to do is you're going to do that. Now the dog goes, oh, so staring at dogs with intent to harm is wrong. So that's the goal, that's the goal of that. Um, but I would get your dog muzzle trained because eventually at some point you're going to want your dog to be around dogs and advocate for your dog. Like not at a dog park, but you're going to be, it's, going to be a, it's going to be a very strict protocol. But if at a minimum, let's get your dog obedience trained. Next. Um, Jay says dog pees when it's corrected. How to avoid this? Um, you know, are you putting emotion into the correction or is it neutral? That's what's the great thing about, I don't know how you're, you're correcting either. Next. Skincare queen. <clears throat> I hope every single one of those people get put in jail. I cannot believe that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, folks like that, I try to have empathy for, um, I try to, I try to really have empathy. I mean, for, 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 for as many people as possible. I try to have an understanding for people's struggle. Um, but, you know, I, I usually, emotionally, that's, 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 well, that's what started all this, you know, legal issue is because you crossed the line. But, you know, I, a lot of people are just being, doing silly, stupid stuff. Do you know what I mean? So everyone can get tough behind a keyboard. Next. Lillian, context for growling. Dog is growling when it's sleeping and I go to pet it. Should I correct this or let her growl and just give her space? So, number one, when you see your dog sleeping, leave it alone. That's my general rule. Let sleeping dogs lie. Literally, leave them alone. I'm amazed the amount of people that touch their sleeping dogs. Um, just leave the dog alone. Um, if it's actually sleeping and it's growling, maybe it's not actually sleeping because then... What is it doing? Growling in its sleep? Um, so uh, I would suggest leaving it alone. And that's not an excuse not to correct the growling. That's just a general rule. Next. Um, skincare queen said, sorry, I don't mean to fuel the fire, LOL. No, don't worry about it at all. No. It should be – I mean, that specific topic maybe doesn't need to be talked about more. But the whole cancel culture needs to be talked about more. And so people start understanding it. Next. Kathy said, same here, skincare queen. Hate Jeff if you must, but not his kids and family. By hate, I mean just say I hate you, but no physical harm. Yeah. Psychos. Yeah. Or disagree with me, you know? But I think people people really need to understand that, like, this concept of correcting an unwanted behavior is sort of my job. Like, that's the job. What they hire us for. And it's like, oh, my God, I, I cut open a dog today. Holy shit, are you serious? Well, yeah, I'm a vet, and it swallowed something. Mm -hmm. If a vet just randomly went around and started cutting open dogs, then something's wrong. Mm -hmm. 
But if you brought your vet in for a very specific protocol or that, you know, or a heart surgeon, I'm pretty sure when they do heart stuff, don't they break your, your sternum? Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully the heart surgeon is not going around randomly breaking people's sternums. Right. Yeah. Sawing them open. Like, hopefully they're not doing that. Or your leg is injured so bad, it has to be amputated. Hopefully that doctor doesn't go around to random people, kidnap them, and amputate their legs. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, in the operating room, where it's possibly life or death, they have to. Mm-hmm. We deal with dogs that are, not to be dramatic, life or death. If we don't fix the problem, it will die. The owner will put it to sleep. And, 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 and for people to say, oh my God, terrible owner, it's like, no, not terrible owner. We have dogs that bite their owners. Oh, the dog, the owner must have done something bad to the dog. No. Some dogs just, yeah, too much affection, not enough, not enough rules, not enough consequences. So I assure you, no owner wants their own dog to bite them. So, and it's not because they were mean to the dog. We have people that adopt dogs or they've owned dogs for two to three years and all of a sudden start biting them. And you know, we, we get we get the history, we talk to them, we get to know the, the, the people, and it's like, and, and the dogs didn't go after us too. It's like, no, you own a biting dog. Mm-hmm. People are, you know, if you've never had a challenging dog, it's easier to, it's easier to like cast stones. Yeah. You know, and even people with biting dogs still cast stones mm-hmm. or bad behavior dogs still cast stones. Like someone will, someone will get their ass handed to them with a dog on a leash but mock you for using a prong collar while your dog is walking politely next to you. Mm-hmm. It's like, something's wrong with this picture here. You're getting your ass dragged down the street. Your dog is choking. You're going to get eventually injured. And my dog is walking nicely next to me. Like, reality check. Mm-hmm. Reality check. But when it comes to animals, people get really, really interesting. Next. Britt, a guy was just watching, not helping. I was shaking up, honestly. My shepherd did a good big bark, though, of the dog fight. Oh. Didn't even try to help you? Jeez. Oh, the the other dog? Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's fucked up. Kathy. Doesn't surprise me, though. Yeah. I carry a stun gun baton to stop any fights from loose dogs or any potential threat to me or my dogs. Yep. We once had a dog bite right through a stun gun baton. My God. Bit right through it. Activated. They don't give a shit. They don't care. Not in drive, that's yep, for sure. Yep, yep. Dogs um, in drive will take huge amounts of discomfort. Next. This is the last one because it's almost 9.30. Oh, okay. Last question Magic of the Larry. night. Oh, it's got to be a good one, Magic. So Shape one. will change the flavor of food. Italians know that different pasta shapes change the flavor. Okay. That's true. There you go, Magic Larry. It's true. Magic Larry, we love you. Thank love you so you. much. Thank you for being a supporter of Angelo. If anybody wants to join Angelo's Instagram page... You can see uh, I put up a video today of, um, you know what's really great? I put up a video today of, uh, you go to Angelo Gelman, go to Angelo Gelman on his Instagram page, um, on Instagram. He gets so, I put up a photo of him of me checking his math and people are like, aren't you like, it's like I put up so many photos of that. You can see how excited he gets when oh, he gets yeah. stuff wrong. I mean, right. Mm-hmm. And then today he made a mistake on one of the things. He's like, oh, man. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. He did subtraction instead of addition. He goes, oh, that doesn't make sense. Like, zero minus two. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's like two. It's like, no, no. 
Mm-hmm. No, you got to carry. Oh, that's right. I got to carry. I got to carry a one over. It's eight. I'm like, I know. So what I've started doing on his math is I started writing all his math equations in pen because mm. then he answers them in pencil. So if he does make a mistake on a thing, because he's doing quadruple carries and stuff and quadruple borrows. So there's like a lot of writing, you know, on, on the equation. So it's like you got to erase it all so you can see what the original. Like sometimes I can't even tell what the original numbers were, mm-hmm. but now I can. So we literally just started doing it. It's like, duh. I mean, it took me this long to it figure sense, out. Yeah. You know, make, it makes sense. So so anyway, guys, um, I'm madly in love with you guys. And go to t3seminar.com. The dates are up. Go to solidcaninetraining.com to find out all about us. Go to Jeff Gelman Seminars to find out about our two-day seminar schedule. And um, go join our Patreon channel, patreon.com slash training to see video that you won't see anywhere else. And next Wednesday, I think we're going to be doing our first Patreon Q&A that's only open to Patreon members. And next... Which means longer answers because... There's not going to be as many people on it. Probably won't be as many. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be able to go in into depth more. Into depth more. All right. Mail in love with all of you guys. Take care. Good Thank night. you all for joining. And um, if you're not subscribed to our channel, hit subscribe and then hit your notifications for all or some or none. That's fine. All right. Love you guys.